MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Thanksgiving Free Roll. Everybody who hits a football bingo in our contest will win $100 cash and a $100 gift card to the SGPN store exclusively on the SGPN app. Howdy ho, Genrinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and Esports Gambling Podcast, episode 248. Goes out to all our American listeners and friends. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. Um, even though Thanksgiving really is in October, uh, us Canadians do it properly. I don't know why you'd have Thanksgiving a month before Christmas, but hey, you you, you do what you got to do, Americans. So hope you have a good day. And no, we, we don't rest. There's no sleep here at the MMA Gambling Podcast. We are still in your ear holes. Even though it is a holiday, um, hopefully you're ignoring your family and listening to us. So I am one of your hosts, Jeff Chalks Fox, the Canadian one who already had Thanksgiving. Um, this episode is all about the PFL, who is running their big year-end championship episode, uh, would be going down this Friday. Um, last episode, we broke down all the non-title fights, so all the, the five prelim fights in a in the Julia Bud Aspen Lad fight, which is on the main card pay-per-view sadly pay-per-view portion of the card uh today we're going to give you all the championship fights so basically everyone we tell you who's going to win here is going to be a million dollars richer after they win this here championship so uh let's bring the brains of the operation of uh, this podcast into the fold his name is gumby vreeland hello happy thanksgiving gumby vreeland thank you thank you and i hope everybody who is uh traveling is traveling safely but also forcing their family to listen to the dulcet tones of our voice yes yeah. <laughs> forget about the earbuds make sure you're blasting this loud yeah yeah turn it up actually Could turn you, it up yeah yeah and if if the kids are mad just turn it a little louder no they won't be mad kids love us uh um, kids love gambling content <laughs> it's true it's true about a sport they don't watch probably so yes it is true um so we got the pfl uh we uh, i gave you picks off the top of my head, I'm going to do the same here. So, um, But even though Gumby and I did agree on pretty much all our picks except one on the prelims, you got to listen in to that if you want to see which one uh, we disagreed on. This episode, we are going to do all the championship fights. We got lightweight, sorry, light heavyweight, welterweight, lightweight, heavyweight, featherweight, and women's lightweight. In that order is what's going down from the Hulu Theater in Madison Square Gardens, New York City, New York, Friday, November the 25th. Uh, prelims either starts 5:30 or 6, depending on your source. Um, main card is going down 8 p.m. ESPN Plus pay-per-view in the states, and I think it's on pay-per-view in Canada too. Sadly, um, we're going to start things off with a light heavyweight matchup: Rob Wilkinson versus Omari Akhmedov. Akhmedov, the Wolverine, 24-7-1, eight knockouts, seven submissions. He's been knocked out three times, submitted twice. 3-1 and one in PFL. He's won three straight fights after dropping his PFL debut. He went 9-5-1 and one in the UFC. Used to fight at middleweight and used to fight at welterweight. So this is a uh, move up to light heavyweight for him. 
2020 was his pro 2020 2010 ugh. 2010 is what I'm trying to say. This is pro MMA debut. He also was a pancreation champion, a hand-to-hand combat champion, and a Sambo champion. So you don't want to mess with this man. Plus 195 is the number on him. Razor Rob Wilkinson, 16-2, and two, eight knockouts, seven submissions. Been knocked out twice, so that is the way he loses. 3-0 and on PFL, part of a 5-0 and o streak where he's finished all five of his, his opponents. He went 0-2 in the UFC. Whoever won those was against Israel Adesanya, so no shame there. He's also got multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. Used to fight at middleweight. 2011 was his pro MMA debut. Also did some pro boxing and pro kickboxing. Five years younger than Akhmadov. Three inches of height, seven inches of reach. He's got he's got the monkey arms going on. Or ape arms. Minus 188. Give me Wilkinson. He's on a tear, and he's got the all, the physical profile to outmatch Akhmadov as well. Yeah, and, and before I, I dig into this, I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, Gilmo T on uh, on Twitter, who during a tweet uh, last week, I think it was last week, uh, tweeted out the word, just the word mantle to me about regional MMA on our uh, SGPN MMA oh, Twitter. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, a hardcore so, fan. So yeah, that's a nice hardcore fan part. So when you just said mantle, it, it sparked my memory. I was like, oh yeah, that guy just chanted, t- tweeted at us mantle, which was Freaking awesome. So, yeah, I'm also taking Rob Wilkinson here. You know, you mentioned, uh, you know, in this fight, he, he had a little bit of tough time with Israel Adesanya and uh, CR Bahadazadara. But at the same time, like, since he's come to the, the PFL, he's looking credible. He's knocking everybody out. And not only is he knocking everybody out, he's doing so with, like, knees and good distance management. Um, And, and like, look, Omari Akhmedov is so much smaller than him, right? He's three inches shorter, seven inches less of reach. He's just going to get picked apart from afar. And if he tries to get in and, and get in on those legs, he's going to eat a knee. This is going to be a knockout all day. I'm actually kind of shocked at how close these odds are. Like I was not expecting uh, Wilkinson to be less than like negative 300 or negative 350. So to see him down around negative 200 is awesome. I, I think that that's a, a line everybody should exploit. All right. And you're liking him via knockout. So maybe even better odds then if you want to go that way. Yeah, I haven't seen I, I was looking for him, but I haven't seen anything outside of like the top three fights, uh, the the heavyweights, the uh, 45ers and uh, obviously the Kayla Harrison fight. I haven't seen anything else that is uh, supposed to or has got like the odds for those types of things. But the under for two and a half rounds is negative 160. So you got to imagine Wilkinson by knockout is going to come in close to even. Very, very, very nice. All right. So we're both in on Wilkinson. Hopefully you can uh, you can get some prop bets on that um, when they post. All right. Um, I'm going to tell you about WinBet before we move on. Ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win and rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. During the WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds in every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There is so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. 
Bucks. You're 21 or older and present in the state where play through embed is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, what do we got next? We went from light heavyweights. We're going to go down to welterweights. Sadabu Sai versus Delano Taylor. This is not exactly the welterweight matchup the uh, PFL had envisioned for the championship, is it? I, I don't believe it is. <laughs> no, uh, but it's what we got. So we got Delano, the postman, Taylor, 10 and 2, three knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out twice, three and one in PFL, won his last fight via TKO, Is he tight, was the Titan FC champ, used to fight at middleweight, 11 years younger than Sai, plus 155. Sai, the Swedish Denzel Washington, is on quite a run here. He's 12, 6 and 2 with six knockouts. He's been knocked out twice, submitted once. Six, four, and two with one no contest in PFL. However, he's won three straight fights and four or five. Used to fight at middleweight as well. Three inches reach on Taylor, minus 165. Give me a dog here because of the massive age gap. Um, Taylor's got a very nice resume as well. Uh, I think uh, I think this one is a worthy dog to pull the trigger on. So give me Taylor. I think this is probably a, a kind of an interesting dog spot too. I, I'm ultimately going to go with Sadabu Sai, but I will tell you, as I've seen the line move further and further on him, um, I've seen it move closer and closer to negative 200 as the week has gone on. I think it's a mistake to lay on him that much. Like you should not be paying even close to the same price for Sadabu Sai as you are Rob Wilkinson. Um, yeah. And, and they're pretty close because the, the bottom line is here is is size path to victory, which I think he's going to take and succeed in, mind you, is that he needs to be the safer fighter in this fight because Dylan O'Taylor is much more explosive, much more powerful, much better finishing instinct. But at the end of the day, Sai just kind of does the right thing all the time and stays away from like the big looping hooks or, you know, like doesn't stick his head in the wrong place in a takedown or doesn't do something stupid against the cage. So like, he just needs to do like three rounds of doing the right thing and, and Taylor should be pretty tired. And then he's going to like, you know, easily cruise for the last two rounds. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, it is a dangerous proposition, especially with the line being where it's at. So I'm going to pick Cy, but I am going to say like your dog pick here is very valid. All right. Dan validated me and that's exactly what I need. So, um, okay. Lightweights championship next. As, uh, as I mentioned off the top, all of these fights are for the PFL Championship and a million dollars. This lightweight Stevie Ray versus Olivier Aubin Mercier. Um, Stevie Ray, Braveheart, 25 and 10, six knockouts, nine submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted four times. Two and one in PFL. He won two straight fights. He went seven and four in the UFC. He was the Cage Warrior champion. He also has multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. Used to fight at Walterweight. 2010 was his pro MMA debut. He is the BJJ champion and a grappling champion. He's a year younger than Obama Mercier, plus 300. Olivier Obama Mercier, OAM, the Quebec kid, the Canadian gangster, the Canadian tuxedo. You can call him any of those things. He's 16 to 5, one knockout, eight submissions, never been finished in a fight. He's won five. He's sorry, he's five and zero in PFL. He's not lost a fight since July of 2019. He went seven to five in the UFC and two and zero on the Ultimate Fighter. He's fight at welterweight as well. 2011 was his pro MMA debut. Inch of reach on Ray, minus 350. Give me the Canadian. It'll probably be a boring fight, but uh, Obama Mercier is going to grind out a win. Remember I said I was going to take one long shot dog here? Ah, Stevie Ray is it? Stevie Ray is it. Yeah. I. I so first of all, you know, I, I like Olivier Obama Mercier. I like the improvements he's been making. I do worry about him a little bit in a five-round fight. 
Um, because, because we saw in some of his past fights that he did seem to fade towards the end of them a little bit. You know, we, we mentioned if you had listened to, uh, the preview show, which by the way, go back and listen to the preview show. If you listen to the preview show, he faded a little bit in that Natan Schultz fight. And that worries me because that's a three round fight, obviously. And Natan Schultz is going to bring a similar kind of skill set to Stevie Ray. He's a guy who can wrestle a little bit who's tough on the mat once you get him down he makes you work constantly and he's got a good gas tank and I think Stevie Ray is all of those things too so for me Olivier Alba Mercier is up against you know maybe a guy who's like Natan Schultz and maybe even a little bit worse than Natan Schultz in a lot of ways but he's gonna have to fight him for five rounds I also think if this fight ends by finish which is a possibility it's only a possibility for Stevie Ray because uh, Olivier Alba Mercier is not finishing anybody. He hasn't finished anybody since he finished Evan Dunham in 2018, uh, April of 2018. So it's almost been five years since he's finished anybody. Um, and that was with a knee, which is pretty shocking to think of in, in retrospect, too. Um, so, yeah, I think Stevie Ray's got some pass to victory here in terms of gas tank, in terms of, you know, like just nullifying a little bit of the wrestling. Um, his own jujitsu is pretty good. I think he can strike a little bit and he's got heavy hands. He hasn't knocked out anybody in a while, but he can knock somebody out. So yeah, give me, uh, give me Stevie Ray, especially if you're going to get him at, at three to one. All right. All right. This is nice. Uh, I'm going to whip Dan, just making picks off the top of my head. It's, it's going to be fun. Fun times. Um, okay, that was lightweight. Then we have the Julie Bud Aspen Lad fight, which we broke down on the last episode. That's the next one on the card here. And then we got a heavyweight matchup. This isn't exactly heavyweight uh, finals they predicted they uh, would have expected either, is it? I think Dalia is. Um, okay. Ante Dalia is a guy who, yeah. when the the PFL signed him, I, I think they thought he was going to be like quote unquote the future. Um, that Bruno Capeloza kind of uh, derailed him last season in the finals, but they, I, I don't think anybody expects Capeloza to win that. In fact, I think if you even go back and listen to our episode from that year, we didn't expect Capeloza to beat him. So uh, yeah, um, we're we're in a we're in a, a half predicted finals. All right, so it's Auntie Delia, as Dan said, versus Matthias Scheifel, uh, or Scheffel, right? I think it's Scheffel because it's German, yeah. right? Yes. His nickname is Bufa. So there you go. I'll just <laughs> leave go. that there. 17-8 with 12 knockouts. He's been knocked out six times, submitted once. 2-1 in PFL. He's won two straight fights in three of his last four. He won his last fight via TKO. He was 0-1 on the Contender Series. Do you know who he lost to? Because I don't. Uh, yeah, he lost to Osmot Merzakhanov. Okay. No shame there, then. He's turned out pretty, pretty good so far. Um, all right. Used to fight at light heavyweight. Based on the last their last weigh-ins, he, he was 17 pounds heavier than Delia. Delia uh, two years younger than him. Uh, plus 220. Uh, auntie walking the trouble, Delia. Uh, 22 and 5, 10 knockouts, 6 submissions. He's been knocked out three times, submitted once, six and two in the PFL. He's won three straight fights, last one via TKO. He was a 2021 finalist, so he's very close to the money once again. Uh, see if he can get over the hump this time. He TKO'd Scheffel in April of this year already. He's got four inches reach on Scheffel. What did we decide it was, Scheffel or Scheffel? Scheffel. I think it's Scheffel. Yes. Regardless, I'm picking against him. I'll take the minus 230 on anti-Delia. He already beat him once, and 
you know, as you said, he, he's basically the chosen one here. And I'll say the way that he beat him, too, is uh, something that we've seen being a problem with Sheffield in the past. So he, he's he kind of corners him, backs him up against the cage and finishes him with a strike. And the, the thing about Sheffield is if you go back and you look at some of his fights before, his problem of getting backed up against the cage and not quite knowing how to circle away in a safe space has kind of hurt him before. Um, it, it, if you look at that fight with Mirzakhanov on Contender Series, by the way, I did go back and look it up. It was Mirzakhanov. Uh, that was his problem, right? Like he got stuck up against the cage and then he, he took a right hook and it dropped him. Um, and, and you could actually see that in some of his regional fights before that, like people have backed him up against the cage and kept him there. And if he can't deal with that uh, against you know, some of those other people on the regional scene, like John Alon did it to him. Um, if he can't deal with it with those guys, he's not going to be able to deal with it with Dalia. And I, the other thing is like, I think Dalia is a better striker. So like, even if he doesn't wind up getting, you know, cornered and knocked out, like if it plays in open range as, as some of their first fight did for a little bit too, like, I, I think he's in trouble there too. So yeah, give me Dalia. Uh, Okie dokie. We're back on track with, uh, Picking the same picks here. Um, featherweights, featherweight championship. Brendan Lochnane versus Bubba Jenkins. Um, Lo- Jenkins, bad man, Bubba Jenkins. 19 to 5, six knockouts, four submissions. Been knocked out twice, submitted twice. 5 and 1 PFL. He's won three straight fights, last one via submission. Made it to the semifinals of last year's championships. Was the Brave FC champion or CF champion. Um, 8 and 2 in Bellator. Used to fight at lightweight, was a wrestling champion. Plus 155. Lock name 25 and 4. 12 knockouts, one submission. Never been finished in a fight. 7 and 1 in PFL. He's won three straight fights. He also made it to the semifinals last year. Uh, 1 0 in the contender series. 0 1 in the UFC. 1 1 on the Ultimate Fighter. Used to fight down at lightweight as well. Is a regional, was a regional champion. 2010 was his pro MMA debut. Two inches height, one inch reach, one year younger than Jenkins. Minus 160. Uh, I'll take a dog. I'm going to go with the wrestler here. Um, give me Bubba Jenkins. Look at us being on the same page on a dog. Oh, yes. you're taking the dog too? Oh, yes. okay. Yeah, I'm also going to take Bubba Jenkins. Here's why I like Bubba Jenkins in this fight too. Is So both of them lost in the semifinals last year. And if you go back and look at Jenkins' loss, it was because while he's a really great wrestler, Chris Wade sometimes has really great defensive wrestling. Um, he, he Chris Wade can be very strong defensively wrestling and kind of forced Bubba Jenkins to box with him a little bit more than Bubba Jenkins wanted. And as a result, Jenkins lost that fight. If you go back and look at the way that Logning lost his semifinals fight last year, it was by being disgustingly out-wrestled by Moved Kaibulev. So the the fact of the matter is is that Jenkins is a high-level national champion D1 wrestler. Kaibulev, also a good wrestler. Uh, I don't know necessarily how to uh, compare... You know, Russian wrestling versus American wrestling without pissing off uh, large chunks of people. But I would say that Bubba Jenkins has a similar skill set to Kaibulev when it comes to this and probably even better submission skills. So I, I think Jenkins is going to put Lognane on his back enough times here that he's at least going to take three out of the five rounds. Um, so give me him by decision here. Okay, look at us. Look at us. Um, all right. Before we get to the main event, maybe uh, <laughs> I'm not sure when this is going to get in your ear holes. If it's going to get in your ear holes in time for our Thanksgiving squares contest, but I may as well tell you about it just in case um, it gets in your ear holes enough time to enter our contest. So we are running a Thanksgiving 
free roll over at SGPN. If you like Super Bowl squares, you're going to love what we have for the Degens on Thanksgiving. Our friends at Play Action Pools have set us up with a football bingo contest for Thursday's slate. It's simple to join and free to play in the SGPN app. Once you enter, you'll see your unique bingo card on your screen. Whenever a touchdown is scored on Thursday, check your card to see if you have that player. If you do, check the box. And if you get bingo, you'll win $100 cash and $100 SGPN gift card. So get the app, check it out if you get this in your ear holes in time. All right, main event time. Women's lightweight championship, Kayla Harrison <laughs> versus Larissa Pacheco. Once again, these ladies are going at it. Um, Pacheco, 18-4, nine knockouts, eight submissions. She's been knocked out once, submitted once. Seven and two in PFL. Only losses have come to Kayla Harrison in the PFL. She won five straight fights, all via knockout or TKO. Used to fight at featherweight, used to fight at bantamweight. 0-2 in the UFC, 0-1 in the Ultimate Fighter. Multiple reach championships on her. Mantle. Correct. 2012 Pro MMA debut. Three inches of reach, four years younger than Harrison, plus 480. Harrison, 15-0, six knockouts, six submissions, 14-0 in the PFL. She's been the champion twice. She's going for a three-peat here. Uh, she also has two gold medals in judo. Used to fight at lightweight, two inches taller than Pacheco, minus 580. Kayla Harrison obviously is the pick. Yeah, uh, not only is Kayla Harrison the pick, like, she's already beat her twice. Why, why are we doing this? Um, and this is the the major downfall of PFL, right, is that, like, we're, we're watching Kayla Harrison versus Pacheco 3 with no real reason to do that. We're watching Delia versus Sheffel 2, which there's no real reason to do that. Um, yeah, like, it, it, it just creates like rematches that have no business being rematches but um yeah she's she's gonna beat her she's gonna beat her easily but i will say this too and actually you know what can, can we do an impromptu uh i'm gonna ad lib here on you what do you think of that um I, i'm going to say Go can ahead. we do can we do a uh an uncommon regional level uh hungry man jong parlay <laughs> all right, sure, by all means. I mean, it's I Thanksgiving. Anything, we we should be extra hungry for the hungry exactly. man John Parlay. Exactly. Um, yeah, I was yeah. going to ask you: is, is there a way to bet this fight and make make it worthwhile for you? So maybe you got one here. Yeah. So um, and, and it's not uh, a, a sports book, which shall not be named because they're not one of the sponsors of the show. But a sports book mm-hmm. I looked at just has Kayla Harrison wins by unanimous decision. Um, you know, it's specifically a unanimous decision. I guess you could better bites, you know, just decision straight up, but they're offering unanimous decision and it boosts the odds a little bit. So like, it's not like Pacheco is going to go in there and steal 2.5 rounds. Right. Um, so Kayla Harrison by unanimous decision is plus 300. Um, so I would use that. First of all, if you want to bet this fight, I, I know that's super boring sounding, but, but Kayla Harrison by unanimous decision at plus 300 is an extremely good value. Now, I know a lot of you are probably out there looking like, well, Harrison's going to beat the shit out of her, right? Because it's Kayla Harrison and she's phenomenal and she's really, really, really great. That's true. And Kayla Harrison does have back-to-back finishes. But before that, she won a decision over Maria Makatarina. Uh, yep, easy enough to say. Um, and, and she does go to decisions plenty of times, including the last two times with Larissa Pacheco. Basically, if she's fighting somebody with good defensive grappling skills, which Pacheco has, um, you know, it's worth mentioning. Larissa Pacheco has four losses on her record. Kayla Harrison, Kayla Harrison, Jermaine Durandamy, Jessica Andrade. So, like, that is a, a run of fighters. that, And she's got a submission win over Carol Rosa. She knocked out Irene Aldana. She's really good. Now, is she good enough to beat Kayla Harrison? Absolutely not. 
but she's good enough to survive on her back for, for 25 minutes as she's done in the past. Um, so for me, yeah, give me Pacheco to survive here at plus 300. I think that that's a good move. Um, I, I think that that's a safe move. I think that that's probably the best way to bet this fight and have some value on it. Um, and I'll let that be the first leg of the super, uh, hunger man, Jong super fan parlay. Um, and I'm going to pair it with, uh, I mentioned we, we both like Bubba Jenkins in that last fight, right? So yep. bu- Bubba Jenkins, probably not going to submit Brandon Lognane. Uh, he's definitely not going to knock him out. I mean, unless you think he's going to get a TKO by ground and pound, but I'll just take him by decision too. So we'll go unanimous decision for Harrison, but just regular decision for Jenkins. Um, although they're offering unanimous decision for Jenkins, I could see Lognane making uh, winning the striking end of this and confusing at least one judge. So we'll just take him by straight up decision. That's plus 225. So if you pair the uh, the Kayla Harrison unanimous decision at plus 300 and Jenkins by straight up decision uh, plus 225, you get 12 to one plus 1200. All even. right. All right. So once again, you have to have um, unanimous decision for Harrison and any kind of decision. For I, I will say I will say, though, too, real quick, um, you know, that I, I said unanimous decision for Kayla Harrison is the the offer I'm seeing in this one particular sports book, which you may or may not be on. But Kayla Harrison wins by decision is still plus 240 uh, otherwise. Okay. So even if you yep. did that, even if, you know, like maybe the book you're on is not offering Kayla Harrison by unanimous decision. Her by just decision anyway is 240. Even that paired with Jenkins at 225 is is plus 1005. Um, so like if you've got the way to boost it another, you know, 200, boost it the extra 200. But if you don't, um, you're still getting 10 to 1 there. All right. There you go. So I'll recap our picks. We both have Harrison. We both have Jenkins as an underdog. We both have Delia. We both uh, actually, no, we don't both. Dan has Stevie Ray. I have Olivier Aubin Mercier. I have Delano Taylor as an underdog. Dan has the Swedish Denzel Washington, Sada Busai. And we both have Rob, Razor Rob Wilkinson uh, as a favorite. Correct? That sounds correct to me. All those people will walk away a million dollars richer. And hopefully you will walk away at least a million dollars richer after listening to this episode of the podcast. Um, make sure you get in the Discord. I'm sure we'll be chatting lots about the fights as they're happening on Friday. That would be sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Or if Twitter's your more your jam, SGP and MMA is the account Gumby runs for us. I am at Jeff Fox writer. He's at Gumby Vreeland. Listen to Gumby's top turtle MMA podcast this week because he's interviewing. He's actually an all PFL episode, right? That's correct. Olivier Aubin Mercier. Oh, and Stevie Ray, you played both sides of that fight, didn't you? I did. Yeah, we, we, I got to talk to both of them. So that's, uh, that's pretty exciting. All right. So the, the jinx, if there is one, it must, uh, must um, cancel each other out and that and that. So listen to that podcast, read all our stuff at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and you can subscribe and read for free. Uh, my Substack, moneymma.substack.com. Or if you want to upgrade to a paid subscription and get everything, that's even better. Um, I think that's it. That's all I got to say. We'll be back in your ears on Sunday, recapping everything that went down over this, this holiday week slash weekend. Gumby. Take us out of here. Uh, I'm Dana Gubby Freeland. He is the Swedish Denzel Washington, Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Sunday.